What's up, Generation XYZ? This is your girl, Roshanae, stopping by on a Friday. I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm late, for real and righteous. But if y'all ain't used to y'all understand the struggle, we were getting prepared for a snow day, and I was so focused on that that it kind of it passed my mind. It flew by. So my apologies, Generation XYZ. My own mama called me. It was like... Where is episode two? And I'm like, wait, what? It's nine o'clock. Oh, yeah, it's Thursday. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The struggle, okay? But I am here back to get into this thing a little deeper, part two. So I pray that the Lord allows my flesh to decrease, that the Holy Spirit may increase, and that his word will go forth uncompromisingly. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. So this is uh, the Supernatural Part 2 for Real and Righteous with Ro. Hope you checked out the Ecclesia because uh, Minister D, Mom, and Minister Shane, bro, they kind of touched on that as well. Very good episode, so check it out. So I told you guys on Tuesday that I'm going to go into the history of chakra and tarot cards and all this, but I just got really enthralled in the chakra because the chakra, y'all, is deep. Y'all really, and the Holy Spirit convicted me. He said, before you do things, you know, because we see things in the world as human beings, we're like, oh, that's cool. I like that. That's a hot trend, blah, blah, blah. We really, y'all, got to do more research on these things. Amen. And so when I was researching, um, I realized that one chakra is directly connected to the health of your physical well-being, your mind, and your spiritual and or emotional well-being. So when you think about the human body, that's everything. That's who you are. That's your spiritual temple that God created, right? And so then I started to dig a little deeper. And I was like, okay, chakra sounds Middle Eastern of some sort, and it is an Eastern religion, but it combines not only Hinduism, it also combines Tantric Buddhism. And I'm just like, ooh, this is getting interesting. And I started to when I said, well, if I'm a Christ-filled believer, or I'm a Christian, I'm a follower of Yeshua HaMessiah, then how on earth what I, how can I justify following or practicing something for spiritual purposes that's connected to other religions or other gods that those religions serve? And so that's where the conflict came in for me already. You know what I'm saying? Chakra is also rooted in a number of psychic energies that are centered around your body. And biblically, the word talks about our body being our temple. I mean, I went back in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 through 20, and it simply stated, don't you realize that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. I said, uh-uh, thank you, Lord. I do not belong to myself. So while I'm trying to create things and trying to find spiritual healing in the world, I need to check with you because I don't belong to myself. Amen. Then it goes on to say, for God bought 
you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. And so Generation XYZ, I'm going to stop right there for a second. I'm going to park my car right there for a minute. You cannot honor your your body or you cannot give God honor with your body if you're giving other gods your body. If you're giving other gods authority over your mental, spiritual, physical, and emotional health. I can't give Buddhism and all the Hinduism gods control over my body. And still say I serve God. Darkness cannot dwell where light is. Amen. And so we got to check ourselves and understand. Yes, we are fleshly. As Minister Shane said, we are spiritual, but we always are tugging against the two. And sometimes we're going to lose. Amen. But we have to understand as a people that this thing is serious. When we start in, in, you know, Um, getting enthralled into stones and chakras and tarot cards and sage and psychic readings and spiritual healing doctors and medicinal this and medicinal that, we start opening doors to principalities and spiritual powers in dark places of heaven. Amen. So we have to be in tune with the Holy Spirit and ask God, God, is this what you led me to do or is this of the world? And so... What this scripture explained to me solely is God takes pride in his people. He created us. He knows the number of hairs upon our head. God paid for us with such a price that nobody can pay for it. Okay. And we honor God with our bodies or we should. Amen. So if God blessed us with the temple that was bought with a high price, then why are we so willing to offer it to other people? When I, when I really researched that thing, chakra, just Hinduism alone, they serve several gods. They serve gods like uh, Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva, and like several other ones. And I just said to myself, so I, you're opening your body up. You're opening your spiritual body, your mental body, your physical body, your emotional body to all of these spiritual, cosmic, powerful type, dark power led practices, sorcery, amen, to these guys that you're not even aware of. Because I guarantee you, you got them chakras sitting on your dresser right now and you're not even aware. See, when you're in the word of God, God makes us aware. Amen. And that's why it's so important to read your word every day. If you can, don't you, you don't have to read the whole Bible on the day. Let's be real. Our lifestyle is not always conducive to that. But if you pray and you ask God to show you the way he will. Amen. So let's continue because it, it gets better. And I said, okay, Lord, help, help me, Jesus. Then he took me over to Deuteronomy because I was listening to the Ecclesia and Minister Shane hit on Leviticus and it was so plain when he broke it down. I said, "Uh uh-uh, that's it right there. That's it right there. But God said, oh, no, sweetheart. I have multiple scriptures throughout the Bible talking about this type of supernaturalism. I have multiple scriptures that would convict you. Amen. So he took me over to Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 9 through 12. And it reads, when you enter the land, the Lord, your God is giving you. Now, let me give you a little gist. Let me give you a little historical gist. This is before God delivered the Israelites into the promised land, Canaan. Okay. 
you know the struggle of getting to the promised land, but God had to say, "Ah, right, let me stop and let me tell my people what you're going to expect. Because again, when you allow God to be in that driver's seat of your life, he going to stop that car sometime and he going to reroute that GPS. But he wanted to prepare us because he knows that there's evilness. He knows that there's temptation that lied ahead from the devil. Amen. And so he says, when you enter the land, the Lord, your God is giving you be very careful not to imitate. I don't care what she doing on social media. I can't imitate that. Amen. The detestable customs of the nations living there. So God already knew I'm bringing you to the promised land, but just because it's the promised land, it doesn't mean that it's not full of, uh, uh, full of foolishness. Amen. And so he went on to say, for example, never sacrifice your son or daughter as a burnt offering and do not let your people practice fortune telling. Oh, okay. Or use sorcery or interpret omens or engage in witchcraft or cast spells or function as mediums or psychics. Y'all, he just outlined about several eight things right there. It's clear as day. Open your Bible. Stop playing. Try Jesus. Stop trying all this nonsense. Amen. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Uh oh, but he also said, and don't be calling for spirits from the dead. Jesus did it, but some of those people, they doing it and it's rooted in demonic forces. Okay. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. It is because the other nations have done these detestable things that the Lord, your God, he said your God. He didn't say they got. He said your God. See, Hindu and Buddha, that's not my God. So I can't sit here and play with stones and cleanse stones and burn sage and read tarot cards because that's not of my God. He said the Lord, your God, will drive them out of head of you. Amen. So God always gives us a warning and a conviction before we get into some mess. As my husband's language say in Yoruba, they call drama Wahala. God always shows up before the Wahala. And usually he always gives us a sign that we are about to go into the Wahala. But yet we still want to play with the stones. We want to be like old girl on TikTok. We want to be like old boy on YouTube. We want to do what they do because they look peaceful and they manifest in money and it's coming to them and they open in businesses and I've been struggling trying to get my business off the ground. Baby, all the supernatural power you have is in Jesus. You got to try him now. Let's keep it moving. Many times as people, we seek those spiritual and or those supernatural healing in all the wrong places. All the wrong places because now we're in a society where it's like, if it look good, it must be good. But I used to hear the old folks say everything that glitter is not gold. The grass is not greener on the other side. And boy, oh boy, is that not the truth? And so we got to be careful to what we see. And that's why when I pray, I say, Lord, give me spiritual eyesight. Allow me to see what you want me to see in the spirit. Because if I'm walking and I'm looking in the flesh, it might appear to be something else. 
Amen. We seek peace in knowing what God has for us in the future, but yet we look to tarot cards. We seek emotional healing, but yet we lean the chakra. We seek meditation, but yet we depend on yoga. Come on, somebody. I know I'm in your backyard. It's okay. I told you, you might be a little uncomfortable, but it's okay. It's the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We look to spiritual healing in all the worldly places, but totally missed God's true supernatural healing power that he has over us. And if you get in your word deep enough, God gave us the same power that he gave Jesus, but we haven't activated it. You know why I come? Because we don't want to sit down and delve into his word. Oh, it take too long. I don't, oh, I don't like reading. Well, listen to the word of God. Oh, I don't know when I'm going to do that. Then put on YouTube, the Bible reading on the way to work. Amen. Stop making excuses in this season because this supernatural stuff is real. And not only as Christians and believers of Yeshua HaMessiah, do we have to fight and war with spirits and principalities and higher parts higher places and dark powers and forces, we need to make sure that when we're fighting this fight, that we're equipped with the full body and the armor of God. Amen. Because we understand and we know in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, that we've got to be equipped. And a lot of us are going out there ill-equipped. We're not going out there with our shield. We're not going out there with our breastplate of righteousness. We're just going out there willy-nilly offering our temple to Hindu, Buddha, Confucius, and we thinking we're going to manifest all these wonderful things. No, sweetheart, it might seem like it's working for now, but God is going to deal with you later on. Amen. So we got to be prayerful. Oh, y'all mad at me, but it's okay. We're going to get past. We're going to keep it moving. And lots of times, Christ believers, we want this abundance. We want abundance. God said, I came so you will have, Jesus came so that we will have life more abundantly. And I believe that. And we walk in abundance every day. When we open our eyes, it's abundant. Amen. When you could put your foot in front of the other, that's abundance. When you have more bills than money and nothing get cut off, that's abundance. When you don't understand how you're still here in the climate that we live in, that is abundance. We want good health. We want emotional healing. We seek peace. And these are all things that God has given or can give us. But we often know where or how to access it, but we're too lazy to get there. We know where it is. It's in the Bible. It's in the word of God. But yeah, we don't make time for that. But we can make time to go see the tarot card reader. We can make time to go down to the store and get the best sage money can buy. We can make time to order the chakra books on Amazon. We can make time to go talk to the palm reader. But we don't make enough time for Jesus. And finding out how we tap into his supernatural healing power. Amen. We, we got to get with the times. Because we don't have time. Time is winding up. Time is winding up. That's what the Holy Spirit keeps telling me. Time is winding up. It's like when Brown said in that movie, get ready, get ready, get ready. We got to get ready. I always say you got to stay ready because we past getting ready. Amen. Generation XYZ, you need to be ready because the second coming is coming. So not only... Was I already befuddled 
about the, the Hinduism and the Buddhism and the, the Hindu gods and Buddha and this and that and the other and all those conflicting things that conflict completely, totally with the word of God. But it shocked me in a sense to know that chakras also hold what we call an occult or a hidden psychological practice that many users don't even know about. That's where that dark power comes from. That's where that magic comes from. A lot of things that y'all are praying over right now is unleashing havoc over your household. I listened to my mother's testimony yesterday or the day before yesterday about sage and y'all she telling the truth because when she burned that sage it let loose it I mean it was like forgive me but all hell broke loose and you know I see a lot of people burn sage and they're so calm and they're so peaceful y'all know I keep it real and righteous they so peaceful and I'm sitting there like but what what's really going on because I know it's about to I know it's about to hit the fan we have to be careful what we avail ourselves to. We've got to walk in the spirit as much as possible. We're going to fall. We're going to fall several times, seven times, 77 times. We're going to fall. But baby, you got to get back up and try again. Much like saging, the invitation to these cosmic powers within darkness and spiritual forces and high places just break out and they start availing themselves in your career, in your family life, in your friendships, in your business dealings. Amen. It, and it just, it, it begins to get out of control. And then you got to go back to the source that you should have went to in the first place. God, I need your supernatural power. Lord, I need you to deliver me out of this mess that I've got myself into. I brought this wahala upon me and I don't know how to get out of it. See, that's why we've got to be prayerful and we've got to be in our word. There's no excuse. We've got to do better. Be careful. And I'm going to leave you with this in closing. My husband always tells my son, be careful. <laughs> and it, you know, it cracks me up. But when he says it, he says it with authority. And so I always think God is saying to us with authority, be careful. Be careful that you won't depart from, from, the faith, because in first Timothy chapter four, verse one, it talks about being careful that you won't depart from your faith in the later time. See what you experience right now with the chakra, what you're experiencing right now with the tarot readings, what you're experiencing right now with the readings, with the people, with the two lines telling you yes or no, what you're experiencing right now may feel good, but the word says in later times. So that tells me in due season times due to devoting yourself which is your temple to deceitful teaching of demons we've got to be careful generation xyz not to give ourselves over and devote our lives to deceitful demons instead let's devote our life to christ amen let's devote our life to his supernatural power and being powerful in spiritual ways that the word speaks about godly spiritual ways that the word talks about. Amen. Because we know we got to be equipped to fight these spiritual warfares. We got to be equipped. We cannot sleep in this season. We need God to open our ears. So when the Holy spirit speaks to us, we can hear him. We need God to open our eyes so that we don't see what we want to see in the flesh, but we walk in the spirit. Amen. So be careful.
before we open our hearts, our temples, our minds, our bodies and souls to things of the world, we have to understand that we need to go to God in prayer. Amen. And it's nothing like wisdom. God says he'll give you wisdom abundantly. If you want it, he's going to give it to you. All right, Generation XYZ, it was good touching bases with y'all. I pray this week that you ask God to give you spiritual wisdom, that you allow him to lead your footsteps down the path of righteousness on this week. Be blessed. We'll talk soon.